0: This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to share with you writer confessions. After last week's post about avoiding burnout, I thought I'd give myself a break. But I've got a few confessions to make. On accepting limits. Writer confession number one, I am indeed quite bad at taking my own advice. Once I've accomplished a daily goal or a weekly goal two or three times, I have trouble letting myself stop. See this blog. See me vlogging after getting home after midnight, after a 14 hour day at my day job. See also my nano word count, which I said I was going to ease up on. Even when keeping up with this is not necessarily the healthiest choice. Instead of accepting the inevitable, I've buckled down and ridden past my bedtime every night since we last spoke. I wrote while on a date. I wrote at one of the three Thanksgivings. I signed up to attend. I wrote through an evening visiting my mother. As a coder by day, I've taken my laptop from work home so I could meet deadlines and ridden during three-minute compiling breaks. As expected, everything non-essential in my life has been sorely neglected, and I'm eagerly burning the candle at both ends, praying for December. On being a planter, writer confession number two, my story looks nothing like what I intended, or at least what I expected. Now, I've written a and talk to you about being a planter before, but every time it looks a little different, which kind of is the point. We're sort of planning, but we're really mostly taking it by the seat of our pants. Instead of writing a story about kids saving parents from a brainwashing book, my story is 90% about a school play. Then again, as I sort of had the 90s TV show Wishbone as my inspiration for what sort of stories should be aimed at middle graders, I guess it's not really too surprising. There are several, several scenes in my novel that will likely get cut. They serve no purpose. Although, of course, in edits, I could always give them a purpose. Although I probably shouldn't repeat a breakfast scene unless I make breakfast part of my character's preferences. Hmm why have i decided that my characters love bacon and breakfast foods well i mean except for people whose diet doesn't include pork who doesn't right warning to any writer out there if you write a story that features around books and plays that means you're gonna have to come up with some sort of plot or at least outline for those things too seriously my play In My Story currently has such characters as Swordswoman, Storyteller, and Sidekick. I made up half of a song from another non-existent kids' musical about the flannel bear, my world's velveteen rabbit, which in real life my sister was in during our middle school years. Note, if enough people ask, I might actually post a video of me singing this song for you. Although, be warned, I can follow a tune, but I can't actually carry one. So, with the changes in my story, I'm not really sure what a satisfying ending is going to look like, but I'm pretty sure it's going to happen at the cast party. So, that's what I'm kind of funneling my characters towards at this point. On novel prep work, writer confession number three, my prep work wasn't actually a waste of time, even though I'm totally planting this. Despite my story looking nothing like what I intended, my first nine chapters kind of aligned, and then it went sideways. But working out the main characters, their personalities, their families, was helpful. Charting out the two main characters would alternate chapters. That was great for structure and I established firmly that they would be friends and not romantically invested. It's a cornerstone of my middle grade novel. I didn't want to have to deal with romance. And my massive list of random names definitely came in handy to help me keep pace when I was writing. Although next time I should note who they got assigned to, especially when they only get mentioned once or twice. I had to keep flipping back. On writing sprints. Writer confession number four, my novel would not exist without these. Three years ago, I started using Twitter to kind of clock in a sort of accountability. Usually something like it's 9 p.m. and I'm clocking in. Like literally. Last year, the NaNoWriMo website created sprint timers integrated into their website where you could race yourself or invite people to race with you for the most words at least have a focused 15 minutes where you could usually convince yourself to ignore social media and just write. The timer breaks this massive must-write-all-the-words into an achievable chunk. 50,000 words sounds intimidating. 1666 words a day seems to drag on, and I end up checking my word count every like 100 words. But 10 minutes? 15 minutes? I can sprint that long, I can stay focused. So this year, I may have mentioned before, my NaNoWriMo regional group has a Discord channel. Discord is a chat application, mostly for gamers. Um, So it can do audio, but we don't usually use that. That has a sprint feature built in. You type underscore sprint and anyone can join in. When the timer goes off, you enter how many words you've written and it tallies up the winner knowing you're not writing alone seeing everyone else's progress and being able to compare your own words per minute rate versus your previous words per minute rate on a different sprint it can be very encouraging all of those things or it can shame you into focusing better on your next sprint i'll even sprint against myself if nobody else is on but there are early writers day writers and evening writers you can usually find someone on the channel. Next, and finally, on rewarding myself. Writer confession number five, it's all about that TV and chocolate. Okay, well, maybe not. But I did get this huge box of dark orange, dark chocolate orange truffles as my NaNoWriMo writing treat. I'll use them to help me stay focused every time I sprint. They've lasted a lot better than I feared. I'm not sure if I've slowed down my consumption of these truffles or as I've gotten used to them and maybe it's a little overkill now, or maybe I just overestimated how fast I was going through the truffles when I ordered this box, because the store sells them in bags of 15 truffles and I got a box of 150. I, yeah, I overindulged there. But this way I won't run out, and I was afraid they were seasonal flavor. So, I mean, give me me a break here. Now, my daily reward for getting my words in is getting to go to bed. Oh, my God, my bed misses me. Oh, right, where was I? And if I have a spare hour, I've been catching up on the new Doctor Who. But really, I'm looking forward to December 5th with the arrival of season two of The Marvelous Mrs. Basil as my reward for making it through NaNoWriMo. So now I want you, confess to me, does your writing look like what you expected it to? What about your writing process? And for all you non-writers out there, how do you handle deadlines and stay focused? Let me know in the comments below. Feel free to subscribe and let me know if you actually want me to sing that song about becoming a real bear. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye-bye.